This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Financially Fit Business. Go to www.financiallyfit.business to grow your business profitably, build wealth, and analyze your monthly financial statements in less than 10 minutes a month. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help you and your business today. How does contracting differ in Down Under? My guest today, Jordan Skinner, hosts the popular Australian podcast, Crushing It in Construction. He'll give you some ideas that work in Australia and can work in other areas of the world, too. Jordan, I guess I'm turning the tables on you today, and you're a guest rather than a host. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Yeah, thanks very much for having me, Ruth. Yeah, it is a little bit strange. I think you would probably be my only podcast that I've actually been a guest, which is weird. Seeing we're nearly at uh, you know sixty-five episodes or something like that, but it's good to good to change it up. Yeah, because sometimes you learn a lot just by being a guest rather than being a host and and having somebody ask you questions that you can answer rather than flipping it around. And also, thank you for getting up early. Um, Australian time zone is much different than U.S. time zone for those of you who are listening in the U.S. Um, It's about six o'clock in the morning in Australia right now. So thank you very much for getting up early. We appreciate it. No problem. I think you need to thank my wife equally as much because the alarm went off and she started kicking me. So that helped. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thanks to your wife too. So let's talk about it. You grew up in a construction family, correct? Yeah, absolutely. My old man uh, started a civil construction company nearly 40 years ago. um, And I grew up in that, you know, when I was seven and eight, I was riding bobcats around the paddock, uh, you know, helping to level off, you know, mounds of sand, all of that sort of stuff. So I've grown up in it. I started working in it, washing trucks when I was about 11. um, And yeah, I've just grown up around the industry, loving machines and just observing from afar until I got uh, really involved when I was 18. Ah, got it. So how did the podcast idea come up? I mean, it's a great name, Crushing It in Construction. You'd be surprised. I've actually had guests say to me, I hate the name. And I'll say, well, why is that? And they're like, well, crushing it means, you know, like something's fallen down and the quality's not good. You know, they're so oh liberal about the name. And I'm like, hang on a minute. No, crushing it means you're doing a great job. <laughs> like, um, So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was I was trying to look for something catchy and that's all that I could find. I'm not overly creative. So that's as that's as good as it got. But um the podcast actually came about um I think you and I were chatting just before we started recording. And um when I was still in civil construction myself, I'd often find, you know, driving between sites, checking on projects that, you know, if we were having a particular problem, whether it be HR. Um, whether it be recruiting, whether we were having a strategic problem and trying to figure out what our next move was, there wasn't really a resource in this country anyway that you could really tap into. So um, I decided to start it myself. And so we interview other people that are crushing it in construction and doing really well and just speak about their journey, how they've gone about growing the business um, and just really focus in on areas that other people can learn and improve on through our guests. Yeah. So you and I do something very similar. So you've had, I'm sure over the the number of podcasts you've done, had some guests who were like, great idea. Do one or two of them stand out to you? Yeah, there's there's a few things people have done that are just not conventional. So one, one that springs to mind is a guy called Treven Martinez, who owns a uh, an international rail construction company here in uh, Australia. And uh-huh. Typically, 
in my experience, whenever a construction company is expanding, they just start tacking on other services. So if you're a civil construction company, you might start offering uh, spray seal or bitumizing roads. Um, so if I if I use any terminology that you're not sure about, um, you know that differ between America and, and Australia, just let me know and I'll I'll. Back no, no, up. no, you're okay so far. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, you know, they typically just start adding on different things, you know, like a, a civil construction company might start doing bitumen or they might start opening up quarries or everything like that. But Treven and his company, uh, Martinez, they were at a, a spot where they were like, right, we need to grow. You know, we've, we've, we've been stagnant for too long. And he actually went the other route. He didn't add on any services, but expanded geographically. So he went from Australia to America, to Chile, to New Zealand, and just started opening up, um, like doing exactly the same thing in other countries, you know, because they, they know their craft back to front. They're extremely efficient at it. Um, and that was one thing that really stuck out to me as, as a different way of doing things, because it's just not the norm in Australia anyway. So in Australia, I mean, Australia, is Australia bigger than the United States in geographic area or, you know, we're both pretty big in terms we, of geography. Yeah. Let's, let's just say we're both pretty big because I don't want to come across silly not knowing the answer. <laughs> no, I don't know the answer to that one either. I thought maybe you would. But the reality is expanding geographically in the U.S. is actually not hard to do because of, you know, if you're in, let's say, Washington, D.C., which is on the East Coast, Going to L.A. on the West Coast is a five-hour flight or six-hour flight. I mean, so, you know, I would yeah. imagine there's similar things between that type of geography in Australia, too. So expanding geographically and going to other countries, that's 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 surprising given the ability probably to expand only in Australia. Yeah, I suppose the big difference between Australia and the US is just, just our population. I think in total, we're only 20-something million. Uh -huh. people you know whereas america's 300 and something million the last over time I checked, 400 um, yeah it's over 400 oh, yeah now. so yeah. yeah so you know and for something as niche as what treven did um which is just rail construction mm -hmm. um there really was always going to be a ceiling for for his company but just the fact that you know like i said everybody else is adding different things to their business to try and expand and get more market share and um, all that but he just took a complete opposite approach and i don't know what it's like in america is is it similar are people when they're expanding just adding in more services sometimes yes and sometimes it'll expand ge geographically too it depends upon um what they are actually doing a lot of times it's okay i'm doing really well in city a Let's go to city B, which is not too far away. And so we can manage both from city A and, and the marketing has to be done for city B. Yeah, so it's that yeah. type of thing yeah. that is there. Yeah. And, and and one of the other, I suppose, surprising things that I found as with another guest is very few people in the construction industry invest in marketing in the traditional sense. Um, and I suppose I'm talking about businesses that are commercial construction. So not, not people that are targeting residential people, mm -hmm. um, but in Australia, we have a tendering process. So if we're working for uh, the government or massive corporate companies, we don't actually have to physically go out and, and find that work. We just log into something that we call like tenders SA or tenders Australia. And that is, that work is there ready to bid. Um, whereas most other industries actually have to drum up work. Um, and, 
because our industry hasn't had to drum up work like traditional industries, we've, we've basically stuck marketing on the back burner. I mean, for me personally, I know businesses that are doing over 400 million in, in revenue that don't even have a website because they can just go to these tendering sites, pick the jobs that, that suit them best and quote them and hope for the best. But uh, Michael Still, uh, who runs a company in um, Perth, they invest huge amounts of money into branding and marketing. Um, and I had him on the podcast to talk about that and the benefits that go with it. And yeah, again, again, somebody just doing something a little bit different because as I said, marketing in the traditional sense for commercial construction in this country is pretty much unheard of. That's that's interesting because even in the US, now that we're comparing US and Australia, marketing is something that even commercial companies do um, the branding, obviously, the branding piece is part of it. Websites is part of it. And it's just something that I guess is ingrained in us, you know, brand, you know, be your brand and all that sort of fun stuff yeah. that we hear all the time. It's, so. it's definitely getting better here because um, I think people are finally starting to wake up to the benefits in terms of, you know, marketing in the traditional sense to get business doesn't particularly work here because you've got the competitive tender process you've got those um all those things that you've got to go through but where marketing really does come in is attracting and retaining employees which is you know what my business helps helps people do away from the podcast as well so and i think people are really starting to, to wake up to that fact and invest more in you know actually trying to attract people because you know over in this i don't know what it's like in america but we have the um the army always advertising on the TV over here, you know, join, join the, join the army. You can be in fighter jets, submarines, and it looks amazing. You know, I just about want to sign up every time I see the TV ad come on, but there's, you don't see anybody promoting the construction industry much in this, in this country. That's interesting. Okay. So if somebody wants to listen to your podcast, how do they listen to it? Uh, they can just search up uh, "crushing it in construction" in you know Spotify or okay. uh, Apple, and they'll find it there. Very good. So we will be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Are you one of the contractors who enjoys getting and analyzing your financial statements each month? If not, it's probably because you haven't taken the time to discover what your profit and loss statement and balance sheet are telling you. And you probably are not making good business decisions based on timely, accurate financial statements. You know you have to do something about this, but where do you turn? Root Kings makes your financial statements fun and sexy online course. These easy to understand four sessions explain financial statements in English rather than accounting babble. You'll discover what your financial statements mean and how to analyze them each month. Then you'll have the info you need to spot minor issues and take care of them before they become major crises and run you out of cash. Enroll today. Click on the link in the show notes or call us at 770-729-0258. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I am speaking with Jordan Skinner, who is the host of the podcast Crushing It in Construction. It's an Australian podcast. And now we're going to talk about his real business, which is HR. It's recruiting people to come work with you. And you, Jordan, you made a comment before the, the break about, you know, people are starting to market to get people. So how did people find companies before the marketing was done did somebody just put an ad in a newspaper or, or how did it work 
Pretty much. Um, it, you know, I've looked over hundreds of companies when researching them to come on the podcast. And, you know, obviously I worked in construction myself and, and we as an industry are pretty much recruiting the same way that we did 30 years ago, which is we, when we need somebody, we draft up an ad, we stick that ad on LinkedIn, or we might stick it in Seek, which is Australia's version of, uh, what, do, what do you guys have? Like Indeed and Monster yep. and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we stick it in, stick it on those job boards and then we cross our fingers and hope like hell that we actually get a decent applicant <laughs> out the other side. <laughs> Um, and, and, and you that's know, much, hope's not a strategy <laughs> pretty much. And, you know, but that's, that's the way people are, uh, are doing things and, and very little has changed now to, you know, how they were doing things 20 years ago. But when you actually look at the employment landscape, everything has changed, you know, like the unemployment uh, rate is at an all time low in Australia. Um, you know, the job seekers are now in control, um, and they're pretty much interviewing companies as much as the companies are interviewing them. And we haven't made any any shifts in the way that we recruit or the way that we put our business forward to account for those facts. And um, we we have to do something a little bit different. And that's what my my company helps people do uh, in con- in construction with, which is basically employer branding and marketing to uh, attract and retain employees. So they need a website, I assume. That's a start. Yeah. (laughs) It's always a good start. That's that's a basic start. So in Australia, is there a labor shortage for field labor or not? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, You know, we're struggling to to get mechanics. We're struggling to get laborers, operators. um, And for the most part, we we, uh, there's a couple there's a couple of problems. Nowhere near as many people are coming in at the bottom of the industry as what there was maybe 20 years ago. And the construction industry just isn't isn't you know it's not tech it's not tesla it's not amazon you know it doesn't have that sexy ring to it that working for these big you know um, more uh, glitzy and glamorous companies do and yeah we 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 just not doing enough to to promote the industry and and a, a big a big mistake that a lot of companies don't take into account when they are trying to you know get their brand out there is you know kids today are completely different than what they were 20 years ago. You know, they're coming out of school with really? a completely, with completely different skill set. Do you know what I mean? Like they can code, they can use cameras, they can, you know, they 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 just learn and take in information and communicate in, in completely different ways. And for the most part, recruiting um, hasn't caught up to that and isn't, you know, uh, adapting to be appealing to those kinds of people. Yeah, it's like, okay guys, you want you want us to pay attention to you. Get and communicate like we like to be communicated with. Never mind how you used to do it 30 years ago. Yeah, absolutely. And um so, you know, there's a lot of companies over here now which are really, you know, using video a lot better, you know, trying to demonstrate that they've got decent machinery, trying to demonstrate their processes and um, it, it's moving in the right direction. Are you, are you seeing a bit of a shift in this in America? Like how, how do you see people using marketing? Is it more for business or is it more for employees? Yes, both actually. Both. Yeah. 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 The really good companies do the marketing and the branding, quote unquote, both from a getting a you know customer procurement but if you really think about it, the most important customers are your employees because if you don't treat them well, guess what? They're not going to treat your customers well. Yeah, absolutely. And we've we've actually done quite a bit of research um, and 
discovered that the most important page on a construction company's website is actually their career section. Yep. So mm-hmm. p- part of uh, one of our services that we do initially, which is basically a strategy, is that we log in and look to look at a company's Google Analytics. And nine times out of 10, when we're looking at all the different traffic sources and we're looking at all the different pages, the the careers page is the one with the most visits. Um, it's also the one that people spend the most amount of time on. And on average, it's about three times more time spent on a, a career page than any other page on the site. So that's, that's you know, including service pages, including contact pages. Um, and we've looked at over a, a hundred Google Analytics accounts for businesses in construction, mm-hmm. and it's about 92%. Wow. So the idea is... Everybody listening out there, make sure that your careers page is good and it looks yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and making sure that the messaging is correct. And I suppose the reason I bring that point up is um, I, I say to a lot of companies, you know, and, and again, it's 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 the way that the industry works in 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 Australia. But I would argue that marketing to get employees is almost more important than marketing to get a business again in this country, just because of the way the the, the tendering process and everything works. Mm-hmm. Um, but that data tells us, you know, where we should be focusing our time, um, which is the, the the careers page and making sure that we are appealing as an industry and as a company to people looking to 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 get work and and work in our businesses. Yep, absolutely. Final thoughts. Anything else come to mind that came out as a great idea from all of your podcasts guests? I just, I just love talking to people in the industry and I think everybody, I, I get a lot of, uh, not complaints, but reservations from people coming on the podcast that say, ah, oh, look, there's nothing interesting about what we've done. There's, there's, you know, we, we just, we're just building things. There's nothing cool. Nobody's going to want to hear our story, but I, f- I firmly believe that everybody's got their own unique perspective and their own take on, on building a business. And, um, yeah, I'm just constantly amazed by the lack of confidence, I guess, that comes out of the, comes out of the industry, um, you know, because for me personally, I mean, some of the the the, the most innovative, uh, genuinely down to earth, humble people come from the construction industry. So, you know, I, I love I love featuring them, whether they think that they're that important or not. Well, you you do a good job with it. So keep doing it. Keep getting the stories because we all learn from stories. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said at the beginning, I'm pretty envious of your cadence putting out this podcast. It's over 280 episodes. I'm I'm going to be hot on your heels soon, hopefully. Oh, good. I hope you are because we do. We Hopefully both of us can help construction and contractors throughout the world. That's the goal. So Absolutely. Well, thanks very much for having me on. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Jordan. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose the one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.